This is a production of the Gold Arrow Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to the Gold Arrow Camp Podcast, a podcast for friends of Gold Arrow Camp. This is a special series of podcasts that will appear here in our normal feed every Monday for the summer. Since we can't get together in real life, we're gathering here around the virtual campfire to talk about our theme for this summer, Be You. Each week, you get an email, this podcast shows up in your earbud, and there's a YouTube video. We wish we were talking about all of this at Morning Assembly, but this is the next best thing. We're thrilled you're here. This is the conclusion, week number 10 of BU. Well, here we are. Welcome, camp family, to week 10 of our BU theme for the summer of 2020. Today's special co-host is Bean. Welcome, Bean. Thank you. It's so fun to do this with you. <laughs> so it's really fun. We're here back at the GAC studio. If you're watching the video version of this, we're right on the ridge, if you know what that means. What tent is that right there, Bean? Is that 25? Uh, I think. Wait, 20... 23, 24, 25. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We've had some new tents come in, so things are a little bit out of numbered, but anyway. Yeah. So um, so the reason we picked our theme, BU, is because it's one of our big values of camp. So Bean, why did BU like rise to the top as one of the things that is most important to us here at GAC? I think for so many years we've heard from campers that camp is a place where they feel like they can actually be their authentic selves, and so I think... Um, just kind of encouraging that as much as possible is perfect. It really helps all the campers get to a point where they can feel like they are happy with, with kind of who they are and they kind of recenter themselves when they're here during the summer. So it's a really important value for, for us, for all of our campers and all of our counselors. And we just really want to celebrate everybody, all of our differences and everything that makes us alike as well. So true. And the crazy thing was, is that this year when we picked our theme, it was pre-pandemic. <laughs> It was before yeah. any that we knew what we'd actually be doing this summer, but it ended up being a really good theme to be focusing on even when we're not together at camp. Yeah, I think we've all been given a little extra time this year to focus on what's important to us and, and kind of how we want to spend all of our free time and you know, our family time and all of that. A lot of alone time. Yeah. Yeah, spending a lot more time to contemplate things. <laughs> yeah. So so as we kind of end our series, we've been doing, this is the 10th of 10 podcast episodes that we've done this summer, and each one focused on one aspect or idea of a way you can think about being your best self. And so I encourage you to go back. If you haven't listened to the earlier ones, they're still on the website, on the podcast. You can go back and listen to them. And we really want to encourage you as you move into the fall, summer's ending, we just want to encourage you to continue focusing on being your best self all year long. And depending on where you are, what's going on, it might be a different focus. So we've talk, talked about some different questions. I thought it would be fun today, and I know you'd love to hear Bean's answers oh to boy. some of the... <laughs> we didn't prep ahead of time because I didn't want her to know. No, um, But I thought it would be good to just go back through what the questions were, what the focuses were each week. And, um, and then you can share your thoughts about that particular topic Great. And, or your own question or your own answer to the question or whatever you like. Okay. 
So the first week we talked about how we tend to um, think or focus more on the things we don't like about ourselves than the things we do. So the number one question was, what do you like best about yourself? So Bean, tell us something you like best about yourself. Um, wow. Uh, I think I really like uh, that I'm very organized and I'm a planner. And so I think I really like that I can contribute to my family, um, to my life, to my work in that way, just um, being able to kind of see the big picture, organize things and put everything in motion. That is a really good thing about you. I like that about you too. Thank you. Um, so the second week we talked about the concept of flow, which is something um, I've learned a lot about in positive psychology. And kids are really good at this. When you see kids playing, they're in flow. Like when they're just so engaged, they don't want to come to dinner. They can't even listen. Um, so adults sometimes aren't as good at that. But when you're growing up or at any age, it's really important to figure out what activities and things that you do get you in that state of flow. And maybe what new things do you think you might want to try to see if you do end up feeling really engaged. So what are some of your flow things, being that you like to do? Well, I, you know, I don't, less so on what type of activity, but I think what helps me trigger the flow is I'll actually set a timer and I'll tell myself I have to sit down and I have to do this task for 20 minutes or 30 minutes and I'll set the timer and inevitably uh, the timer goes off and I'm in flow and I turn it off and just keep going. Um, so that's my little trick, my hack to get into a flow state because then I think it's great. You get a lot of work accomplished or good thinking, deep work, good stuff. That's such a good tip, especially for um, like now that people are going to be going back into school. Um, you know, there's some things that you procrastinate. Yeah. And it's true that you can get yourself into a flow state even on a project that you didn't think you would enjoy just by getting going on it and getting yep. into it because you sometimes figure out that you enjoy it more than you thought or whatever. Definitely. Um, I know you're a big reader. So is that another thing that for you, like, do you feel like you can kind of just like get into a book and, and lose track of time? You know what? I would love to say yes, but I think that at the moment, at my stage of life, that's kind of taken a back burner. Uh, that's that's something I can do on my own time when right. everyone's asleep. Um, but I think, yeah, absolutely, I can get lost in a book. I can get lost in cleaning. I can get lost in all kinds of things. <laughs> so you get very easily engaged. Like you're yes. like a pretty good at getting into that. Yeah. Well, anyway, so that was question number two. Really important that you make sure that you do some activities hopefully something every day but for sure every week when you're in that state where you're really enjoying yourself you're just really engaged um you know it's just like the opposite of feeling like bored and purposeless it's like you're just like in it so that's a really fun thing to, to think about um the third week we talked about another really important thing that makes you unique is what stresses you out uniquely like everybody gets bothered by different things um, and then what are your best calm down strategies? So, you know, we sometimes think that the same things that annoy us annoy everybody, and that's not true. We're actually all annoyed by different things. Some people really don't like noises, like, you know, like someone tapping a pencil on a desk next to them or chewing loudly is just so irritating, right? Yeah. And then, um, then other people, you know, don't like being alone or, you know, whatever. It could be any different thing. So, so being, um, you're pretty calm. You're pretty chill. What are your best calm down strategies? How do you keep yourself just kind of like, okay, even when there's like a challenge, how do you just kind of stay, stay even keel? 
I think for me, working with a lot of people all the time, I'm given the opportunity to kind of um, realize where my frustration is coming from. So if, if there's something happening or people are doing things I don't want them to be doing, I like to kind of pause my thought process and say, surely they're not setting out to upset me. And so once I kind of pause and, and get that into my head, then I can understand, okay, where are they coming from? Where did I go wrong? What communication, what tool do they need in order to, to get back on track? And so I think for me, it, it's really just a pause. And mm-hmm. I think that that's the same thing for me in parenting and in, in life. If I can just kind of hit the brakes when I kind of feel that feeling rising, um, I can usually get back to a place where I'm pretty calm. That's so good. You're a calm person. So some of us are not as easily calmed down because the pause doesn't come as naturally. So we have to really work at things and might need, it might mean like going for a little run or taking some breaths or something else, you know? So everybody has a different way to calm themselves down. And back on week three, we actually went through a whole bunch of different possible calm down strategies. So if you haven't checked that one out, you might want to go back and listen um, if you haven't yet found your best calm down strategy. So week four um, was with Chelster and I. We talked about how one of my favorite quotes that comparison is the thief of joy. And um, so the question was, what do you appreciate about others? So it's kind of flipping that question of like when you see something and you think, oh, I wish I were more like that. Instead saying, wow, I really appreciate how Bean is so organized and thoughtful and able to kind of see the big picture when I might get a little excited about like something in the moment, you know? So, um, so what are some things that like you appreciate about like your family or others? I think um, I, I really recognize and appreciate when people set out to make other people's lives better or happier. And I think we're so fortunate at camp. We have so many of those people among us. Um, And I think I'm always learning from their example. Um, And and oftentimes they don't even know how great they are or or how much they they really have an impact on people's lives. So I really like to recognize that quality in other people. And I like to point it out to them, but I'm really also pointing it out to myself as, am I doing my best job doing that as well? So it's always a good reminder. Uh, but it's really fun to see that happening at camp, especially. Oh my gosh, I love it. I think that's one of the best things we do best at camp. As is the next thing, um, week five, we talked about how building others up actually helps us be our best selves. So when we are um, complimenting others, seeing what's good in them, it actually is making us a better person. So what are some ways that you see kids at camp or people um, doing a really good job of building each other up? Because I know you're, you're kind of a specialist at this. What are some of your favorite ways to build others up? I mean, I think the first thing that comes to mind is just the wow system and being able to do verbal wows or written wows for people. Um, I think that's a great kind of stepping stone and I think it gets us into the habit of recognizing that kind of thing in other people and I think too just um, reminding everyone to to kind of be grateful and I think that that is just when you get yourself to a point where you're you're looking for reasons to be grateful I think it's much easier to see the things that are happening in other people that you can be grateful for so it's, it's just kind of a good use of those gratefulness muscles yeah it's a good mindset So week six, we talked about um, positive self-talk. And um, that's kind of a weird concept. But again, almost going back to week one, 
um, our tendency can be to kind of be mean to ourselves. Like the way we talk to ourselves in our head, like if something goes wrong or we make a mistake, um, we say really mean things to ourselves. Absolutely. Meaner than we would ever say to anyone else. And there's all this like anti-bullying education at school about like not saying like the mean thing to your friend, but we are sometimes at, you know, really mean to ourselves. So what are some positive things that you say to yourself or that you um, like want campers to remember to say to themselves? Um, I think actually I, I've come up with uh, something that really works for me in those situations. When I hear people talking negatively about themselves, and I even apply this to myself as well, um, I, I will kind of pause and say, hey, that's my friend you're talking about. And I kind of, it, it seems to kind of jolt the person into, wait, I wouldn't say that to a friend. Why would I say that to myself? And that really works for me. I mean, maybe I'm just easily tricked into things, but um, it, it works to kind of pull me out of the if I wouldn't say it to someone else, I shouldn't say it to myself. And I think that's a good way to, to kind of approach all of it. Oh, I love that. Everything. That's my friend you're talking to. So even say it to yourself. If you say something, you find yourself saying something in your head, say, hey, that's my friend you're talking to. I love that. That's so, so good. I also feel like maybe if you have a little mantra or something, like a reminder, like a positive little like quote or something that you can repeat when you're starting to feel negative thoughts maybe you can kind of get in your head like switch your brain a little bit into something positive sure. I like that idea too um, so week seven um, this is one of our favorite things at camp that we always talk about is how um, really like the coolest thing about you is often the thing that makes you what some people would call like strange or weird or different. Um, it's really a funny thing. I think, you know, especially when the younger you are or like when you get into like middle school and high school, like so much is about like trying to be like everyone else. Like you'll look at everyone's like kind of wearing the same outfits, listening to the same music. Like you're just really wanting to fit in. Like the last thing you want is for people to like notice you or for you to be different or to stand out. But as it turns out, those things that are kind of just really unique about you are like your superpower often. They're the thing that just makes you the coolest person. So one of the great ways to think about being your best self is to embrace that weirdness, that differentness, that uniqueness about you. Um, and you know, I think being, you're one of those people, like I think even, <laughs> even from when you were little, you've been kind of a unique person. Absolutely. What, tell us about like you as a kid, like what made you unique as a kid? Um, I, you might have to help me remember. Um, <laughs> I think that there's always something. I know for sure one of the things that I, um, I used to always do is I, I had these like neon colored shoes and that was, it was before neon was a thing and before you could buy them. So I had to like paint my shoes to make them just bright and fun. And, and I think again, going back to kind of the, everyone feels more comfortable at camp. I think I spent a lot of my childhood, like everybody, um, not wanting to be noticed or different. And I think at camp, there was that freedom to decide like, this is what's going to set me apart. Um, but I, I think uh, one of my absolute favorite counselors, legendary Kermit, um, wrote me a letter when I was 13. I still have it. I'm, I'm positive. I, I've read it somewhat recently. But in that letter, and this is long before we ever talked about BU, long before we 
we're really focusing on these these themes and these values. Um, she pointed that out in me and she said, I like you because you don't want to be like everybody else. And that just like at, when you're 13, wow, does that hit you in a way that really, I mean, I think changed how I went through really my high school years because of that counselor, because she had such an impact on my life. So I thank you, Kermit. I appreciate you. Um, but I, you know, I think at camp, uh, I feel like that all comes out a little bit more. I think sometimes the thing that makes us unique is what we're interested in. Sure. Too. Like things that we want to talk about and stuff. And it actually can be a good path to um, meeting other people. Like if there's some kind of unique interest you have, often you can find some really great friends in that. Like you look at those like, I mean, I don't know, that comic book, like great crazy thing. And there's like Star Trek things. And there's like Harry uh, Potter. Harry Potter. Potter. (laughs) There's all these things that I think those unique things that you might think. And also the other thing is sometimes you think like, oh, I'm probably the only one who, you know, in this group who loves Harry Potter. And then you bring it up and you find out, oh, there's someone else who has that too. So I think that's a really cool thing. And I think it's it's really important to celebrate what makes you different and what makes you stand out rather than um, trying to hide it. And I know that's, you know, when you're at an age where you're just feeling like you want to fit in, that might be hard to really take in. But just know that eventually you're going to really appreciate those things about you that are just like as a kid you're like why am I why do I like this thing that other people don't like it's the coolest thing ever you don't want to be like everyone else you want to celebrate what makes you different so then uh, week eight I was actually right here in this very spot with soy and we talked about how being our best self often means doing a little bit of work making ourselves stronger either physically or emotionally or in some way and we talked about just little habits that you can start really small like sometimes when we want to make a change we make the goal way too lofty and way too hard um so bean what are your best tips for getting stronger um i think for me uh i would say it's really goal setting i think that that's the exercise that gets me into the right mindset and certainly something that i encourage in my own kids it's just if you want to make a change figure out what that goal is and then work backwards from there where do i start how quickly do I want this change to come about? And sometimes it's a little thing and it doesn't really matter, but I think you're still using those same muscles that are then helpful when you need to make bigger changes or when you have loftier goals about things that you'd like to accomplish. Yeah, that's so true. I love goals too, but I've noticed it's funny because, um, you know, my daughter who's a high school teacher had some kids, they were working on some goals and oftentimes we make our goals too vague. Mm -hmm. You know how we've learned at camp about doing smart goals and like making them very specific. So like if there's something that you want to do, like, you know, if you're like, say you're trying to like, you want to lift a certain weight or something like that, you've got to like kind of have like a specific thing. And then small steps along the way to get there. Because when you make it too big and kind of vague, it's easy to just kind of leave it over there on the Sure, or to think that you're working toward it. But, you know, where's your checkpoint? Where's that accountability? Yeah, that's good. So that's why the tiny habits idea that Soy just has shared with all of us, and it's so good. um, That just little things can make a big difference. I know, um, you know, for me, I've always loved reading, but there were years where I kind of went through where I didn't read as much. And now, like, for me, I just went back to always reading at night mm-hmm. before I go to bed. And it's like this tiny habit that in some nights it's a few pages and some nights it's a lot. But you end up over time 
you read a lot more if you do it a little bit every day. Sure. So if you have like a goal of reading 40 books or something, you got to like read a little bit every day. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that's cool. Um, okay. So nine week nine was one of my favorites. Um, I, we, another core value of camp is bringing positive changes to the world. You know, we really believe that being part of this community and being here and learning and growing together, one of the things we really want is for our campers and staff to go out and bring that same kind of feeling and community back to their schools, back to their jobs. When, you know, we have a lot of staff who are teachers, bring it to their classrooms. And, um, and that's like positively contributing to the world looks different for every person. So week nine, we talked about you thinking about how will you use your unique combination of strengths, skills, and interests to bring some kind of positive change to the world. So, Bean, I think you're bringing positive changes to the world. Uh-oh. <laughs> how do you think you're bringing your positive changes to the world? Um, I think, oof, wow. Uh, that one's hard to answer, I think, about yourself. But uh, I would say I'm really focused at the moment on just bringing some more kindness and grace to the world. Uh, because I think it's really easy to kind of, especially now with the pandemic, it's really easy to get annoyed with things or, you know, to be upset with the way people are acting or requirements that are being put on us for various reasons. And so I'm, I'm using that pause and that realization that you know, this is an opportunity to, to show some kindness. And just yesterday, um, I had a, a little incident where I had to go back to a building. I went somewhere and I didn't sign a form that they needed me to sign. And she called me an hour later and said I had to come back to sign it. Um, and I just took that opportunity to kind of reassure her that, you know what, it's not a problem. This happens. And, and I really kind of wanted to go out of my way to reassure her that, there was no no harm, no foul. I could come back and sign the form. It wasn't a problem. And she really appreciated that, but I also felt really good about that. I, it yeah. felt great to me to be able to yeah. reassure her and, and choose kindness in that moment rather than being a little annoyed that I had to drive back there and, yeah. and do everything again. And it seems like people are extra sensitive right now. Absolutely. So I'm guessing that other people, when she's had to call them, have not responded in the same way. Sure. And so she probably really appreciated that. So that actually, honestly, like positive changes to the world often come in the smallest things. Yeah. So like you mentioned Kermit's letter. Yep. Um, sometimes just a small thing that we do can have a really lasting positive impact. And people sometimes think they have to do some huge thing. Start a nonprofit to right. change the world. When really picking up trash at their own park mm -hmm. makes a positive difference in the world. So, um, so we really challenged you all to think about what is something just that you're like something you really care about and a small thing that you can do to make a positive change. And when you think about adding all those positive little changes up, that's what makes the world better. You know, you're not going to, most of us are not going to be, you know, in, you know, the president of a huge nonprofit that's feeding millions of children, but we can volunteer at the, you know, food pantry. Sure. You know, we can do little things. So, so, to wrap up our whole BU um, series, um, really, we just want you to reflect now about what actions you're going to take, being mentioned, making goals. What are you going to do this school year 
this, well, really for the rest of your life, but starting now, to be the best, most authentic version of you. Can you look back at some of the things we talked about over this summer and focus on just maybe one of them? You know, you don't have to do it all at once. You could just pick one of the things that we talked about. It may be for you, you're in a time where you really need to think about being like in a better mood yourself. So then you might want to be focusing on calm down strategies or getting in a flow, or maybe you're feeling pretty strong and you want to figure out how you can help some other people. How can you build some other people up? So we really want to hear from you. What are you doing to really be the best, most authentic version of you this year and forever? Well, that does it. That's another episode of the Gold Arrow Camp podcast in the books, on the internet, and in your ears. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that if you enjoy the podcast, you share it with somebody, even if they don't know Gold Arrow. Uh, This stuff is great for everybody, not just for members of our camp family. Thanks so much to Sunshine for spearheading all of these BUs. She hosted uh, every single one of them. And thanks to Bean for appearing and kind of recapping the year this week, as well as the challenge to go out and improve ourselves and the world. I think that's valuable stuff. If you didn't listen to all of them, uh, all of these podcasts are in our feed. There's also a YouTube playlist and they're on our website. So you can certainly go back and listen to all of them. This is the longest one. Don't worry. They're, they're all shorter than this one. The POG is going to take a short break. We're going to be gone for the month of September. We will be back the first Monday in October with season five of the Gold Arrow Camp podcast. I'm really excited for it. I know we've got great stuff lined up and I can't wait to share that with you. I'll talk to you then. As always, I'm Soy and I'll save a marshmallow for you.